What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Let's Talk Media Arts. I am your host, Noah Kuna, and we're back again. And I have my co-host, as usual, Chris. Yo, what's going on, guys? And today we're going to talk about National Hispanic Month, uh, mostly the heritage. I forget the full word, the full word. but uh, we have another guest who is also a fellow Hispanic and Mexican, our president of the film club, Genesis Morales. She is back on again. How, how does it feel to be back on again? I feel honored. You feel- I, I deserve to be back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I'm glad to be back. You're glad to be back? Yes. Well, we're glad to have you back again. Aren't we, Chris? Huh? Simone. We're glad to have her back again. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't here the first time, so I'm glad I'm here on this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he was busy yeah. making a podcast. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Heritage Hispanic Month. So the first question is, uh, what are we proud of uh, You know, as our heritage? What are we proud of? I think we should be proud of everything. I think everyone should be proud of where they're from, what their culture involves. And I just think everything in general. Like, I love my yeah, culture. Yeah, of course. And one thing no one says is our food. Our, oh, food. our food, food, man, is the best thing our- ever. Guacamole mm. will never die. Guacamole will never mm-hmm. die. So we have become part of the California culture. Yeah, avocado toast and our music and our music. Mm, yes, music. That, was, that was literally the second like second question I was going to ask. Literally, so yeah, we're very proud of our heritage. We're very proud of our family. Um, I know I might not look Hispanic. I am a very white looking person. I get that a lot from friends who still don't believe that I'm Hispanic, but I'm very much Hispanic. Um, my family originates from Mexico. So, yeah. So where do you guys, like, um, family, like, heritage, like, comes from? Does it come from, like, of course, any Spanish community, but more more like Mexico, uh, Spain, Italy? My parents, okay, so my mom is from Morelos. Okay. She's from this, like, town called Cornavaca. And my dad is from Tijuana, which is very close. So, yeah. Yeah. Chris, do you know where you're like? Um, not really. No. Never met. I, um, family-wise, I don't really know. But my guardian's from Naraí, so um, Compostela. Um, me, I originate from my mother's womb. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like I think it's like two miles away from the border. I don't know, something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, um, so do you think our music is definitely very inspirational and very inspirational, inspirational and well, is very attached to our I don't know man Bad Bunny <laughs> yeah Bad Bunny's so insp- well he's not even Mexican he's Puerto Rican well yeah. he's Hispanic but well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, can get the, whatever. Yeah. you get the boy he's yeah. Latin and yeah. something like that yeah so do you think it's like like music has a very huge impact on our culture definitely yes definitely music yeah. is big in our culture yeah music sure. is yeah our, our um, a lot of Corridos yeah. and all that stuff that they've been getting really popular over time, yeah. and now it's like something you listen to out loud. Usually, you usually listen to that like at home with other people, family members. And but now you listen, to. yeah. And then now you're just listening. You could like listen to it. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you guys have any Spanish artists that you get, or yeah, Spanish artists or Hispanic artists that you guys like uh, listening to? Uh, it's, a, it's hard to pick one because there's yeah. a lot. There's so many genres too. There's too many Marachi bands. Yeah. Marachi. I listen Marachi. to mostly Marachi. when it comes to mu- Spanish music. I mainly listen to banda though. Um, so like banda Mese, grupo firme, etc. Et there's just so many. So many. Yeah. Or then we go back to like classics like Vicente Fernandez. Oh, Vicente Fernandez. I remember going to like um, <clears throat> to my grand to my grandpa and grandma's house and they would always blast Vincent Fernandez. 
my uh, my family still loves like Vincent Fernandez. I think he does have. A, I definitely think he definitely put like a huge. He put more of our like culture music out there. Definitely, he was the Michael Jackson he was, for Mexicans. Yeah, <laughs> like what Gabriel Iglesias said. Uh, too, yeah, he yeah. said he said that Vincent Fern, uh, Vincent Fernandez is basically the Elvis Presley of you know Mexican yeah. music. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Bas- yeah. Bas- I love his music. He yeah. has a lot of emotion in his music. Of course, all it. the time. He has such a strong voice. Even when he was like really old, even from his like last concert, he was still he was still going. Oh, you know, going on. He's going yeah. all out. That guy. Did you drop something? Let's I go. think so. <laughs> it doesn't matter though. We'll get it. We'll get it later. Right. But um, do you think you have to be a Spanish speaker to be a part of the National Hispanic Heritage Month? No. no. I think that's a perk. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Um, no, because it, you could you could be you could be Some for just all you didn't know. Have teachers, yeah, exactly. Like, you didn't fault. grow you didn't grow up with your family members speaking Spanish to you. And you probably never took the class. You probably took ASL or something. Yeah. But you know you have Mexican culture in you, and you know your family originates from Mexico, whether it's grandparents or mom, dad, doesn't matter. And it's like, yeah, as long as you know and you appreciate your culture, then you definitely belong where you belong. Yeah. So like, I'm I don't speak Spanish at all, but I definitely have a lot of Hispanic blood in me. Um, I just was never really taught about. You know, I never grew up in like more of a. I guess I grew up in more of a Hispanic neighborhood. I grew up in like like in a ghetto area growing up, but I but I was never really taught how to speak Spanish, and I, I still kind of regret that. I wish my mom and dad, uh, you know, taught me how to speak Spanish. But uh, you know, are I'm, both your parents Hispanic? Yeah, they're both Hispanic. They, they never speak Spanish, like if you're no, they do speak Spanish in our oh, house. You just like never really caught on to it. I never really caught on to it. Oh, they they kind of expected me to like catch on, but never really did. Yeah, because that's usually how it does work. Like yeah. you grow up hearing it so much that you eventually do catch on. Yeah, and sometimes but, like yeah. sometimes I think it's like I think when I started learning, it was because like I think someone was like mad and they were like screaming like, "You hold it too," and beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and I'm like, "That sounds fun." And that so like fun. so like I feel like when you speak Spanish, you you definitely hear a lot more emotion than you do speaking English. Because like when like you're saying some words in Spanish, it's completely different from how you say it in English. Like. Yeah. Yeah. How the heck did they mean the same thing? Yeah. Right? So it's um it's very crazy. And then like um I think I caught on because I was just like I got bored. I was like I just started saying words and yeah, sentences. Like I wouldn't say that I was taught Spanish because Spanish was my first language because I was around people that only spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also but I will say my Spanish isn't as good as it used to be. Um, because of school, yeah. <laughs> school, you know, you learn English, obviously, and I just I could speak it well. I could have a conversation, all that. I could yeah. understand it perfectly, but I find myself sometimes not being able to express myself to the max in the way that I could in English. Yeah, like I know, like I can understand somewhat of Spanish. I just can't speak it. Like you know, my mom she'll tell me she'll tell me things in Spanish, but most of our conversation. It's just literally in English, but she'll tell me, you know, take out. Uh, she, yeah, she'll take, yeah, yeah, she'll tell me to take out the trash, and I'll understand it. But like, you know, if she's telling, she, yeah, <laughs> if she's talking to like, let's say her dad, who you know speaks, who speaks fully Mex, uh, Spanish, <laughs> fully Mexican, <laughs> fully Mexican, fully Spanish. So who speaks fully uh, Spanish, and I don't understand her conversation at all. So. You know, kind of sucks, but it is what it is. You know. Yeah. Never 
too late though. It's never too late. I feel like I could still teach myself, but I just need to have like that patience and like that time when I'm gonna do it. Chris, get that out. Yeah, but like back to your question, I don't think people should be like clowned on for not knowing Spanish because it's not their fault. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course you can put in that effort later on, but like it doesn't make you any less Hispanic (laughs) just because you don't know the language. Do you guys have any funny stories from like your like parents? You know, I (laughs) think like (laughs) yes. I feel like I feel like Hispanic families are the most scariest families out there, dude. Oh my! If it's not the chancla, it's it's the spoon. (laughs) If it's not the spoon, it's the coat hanger. If it's not the coat hanger. It's something shows that's right next to her. There's it, so many stories. There's yeah, so many like, stories. Like, like typical, like, what am I trying to say? I don't want to say typical, but like, growing up in Hispanic families, we joke a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. A lot. It's like sarcasm. So like, it's- yeah. So, like, a recent story I have is from when I went to Vegas. Um, here, let me record this. Why not? You know? <laughs> She's pulling okay. out her camera. Right. So, okay. So the question was if we have funny stories. Yeah, funny right? like family stories. So when I went to Vegas, uh, we went to like this nice like Italian restaurant, right? Oh. And we were like being grateful like that we got that chance to like eat somewhere expensive like that. And of course, my parents and my friends' parents are pulling out jokes like where the st- where's the tortillas and all this. And they're like they're like mentioning like Mexican foods and like typical like stuff that you eat with Mexican food. Yeah. And they're just pointing it out at this Italian restaurant oh where my- it's like something completely different. It's, like where's my side of rice where's my frijoles like where's my tortillas like it's just so random and they just love to joke about stuff yeah. like that where's my oh. <laughs> <laughs> where's my salsa <laughs> where's my like, sa- oh, i think they said that yeah, too yeah like my salsa my salsa verde yeah, yeah like hispanics love yeah. to joke about stuff or they like say like they're just very nasty jokes too. yeah <laughs> they do and you and it's like it's so normal it's like yeah i'm not gonna translate that yeah don't. We'll keep it in Spanish. <laughs> but like um i think one time uh, it was like me and my brothers. We were sitting down on the couch, and then she's like, "Hey, cabrones, qué están haciendo allí?" And, and and she had to go somewhere, and she was like, she had said something in Spanish, and it's like, I don't, know, I don't think I should say it, but <laughs> can I say it? Um, you, you can tell me afterwards what it means. Okay, all right, all right, okay. And she's like, "Ustedes dos, pinches par de huevos." Yo quiero este cuarto limpio cuando salgo del cuando vengo para atrás del, del tienda. And I'm like, what? And <laughs> and then she's like, you heard me. And then she left. And then we came back and everything was cleaned, right? And I think one thing for sure is that Mexican moms, they will find any little thing for you to do. Yeah. Any little thing for you to do. Like you could do all your chores and you're like, I'm done. I'm literally done. I don't have nothing to do. Yeah. And then and then they'll be like, you see that little dot right there? That little dot right there? You didn't do it. And then they put you your, didn't do it. They literally put your face onto yeah. where it is. They're, and like, they're like, Mom, there's no more milk. Or 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 one thing they you re, they reuse the soap. That's oh. so funny. <laughs> like when there's no soap and they're like, just add water. Oh, <laughs> just oh add, just oh add water. My dad. They will always my. try to make the most out of everything. You you're almost out of toothpaste. Just cut it. Just cut it open. Exactly. Just it out. Like, yeah. My my Dad you you have that. you oh have God. you have you have a hole in your shoes. Yeah, you use that for outside when you clean outside. <laughs> like there's, there's never Oh, that shirt going doesn't work. That shirt doesn't work. It's a rag now. Yeah, just yeah. Just it's a towel. It's a towel. <laughs> you got any old shirts? You can use that to paint. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah, pretty, nothing goes to waste. Yeah, my that's funny. My dad always does this when we're like low in soap in the freaking bathroom. He'll always put water in. He's like, it's fine. It's, it's the same thing with the shampoo too. Yeah. It's the same oh, yeah. thing with the shampoo. They're like, oh, there's no more shampoo. Just add, just, just add water. They just, just add water. And they keep redoing it until like all the soap is like just gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally. just pure water. You have old clothes. Give it to your primos. Give it to your tia. Exactly. Your cousins, <laughs> Give it to your cousins. Exactly. Nothing is ever wasted. No, my God. Oh, that's an old book. We're not donating it. We're not donating it. You're tripping. Yeah. Who's okay? Who's more scary? Your your dad or your mom? Your mom. Always your mom. They have like a sixth sense. They they do. They always have a sixth sense. Okay. No, actually. Okay. For me, it's my sibling. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Because this- I'm the youngest child so yeah. like i kind of had it like a little bit easier and like my parents like they're like over it at this point so they don't get like as harsh with me but my siblings are always on me about everything especially yeah. my sister yeah yeah <laughs> that's so funny my mom is always like why you listen to her but you don't listen to me and i'm like it's, it's my sister <laughs> yeah I think and what's funny is though, for me, it's the complete opposite because I have younger brothers, so I had to be scared of them. But they're so scary because they have leverage over you, whether you don't even know it or not. They'll be like, you'll be like, you'll be like, hey, hey, come here, come here, come here, come here. Do me a favor, do me a favor. You see, you see those bag? You see that bag of food right there? Slide that, slide that. Right? <laughs> Just slide it to me, and then and I'll be like, okay, I got you. Right, and then the next day you catch them doing something like, "Why are you picking your boogers and putting it under the table?" <laughs> and they're like, "Don't tell mom, don't tell mom. I'm gonna tell mom. I'm gonna tell mom I gave you food." Oh my! Oh. Like the, they will put you in a reverse Uno situation. <laughs> they are scary. <laughs> they are different, bro. <laughs> yeah, but. And then you grow up and you guys become best friends. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, you guys want to hear a story? Um, about my mom. I think my mom is definitely scarier than my dad. My dad's kind of chill, but he does have like his scary moments. Yes, yeah, my dad. Yeah. But like, this was like way when I was younger. And I don't know, my mom will just never listen to the story because she doesn't listen to my podcast. But um, so we, we had a party like outside. I think I wasn't home at that time, but they, they had a party at our old house. And, um, and my, um, my sister, she was outside. And then my aunt looks at my looks at my sister but my like everybody's like drunk so that's gonna be like funny so so my aunt go uh says to uh, says to my sister is like hey change the music and then my sister just didn't she just walked out and then my my aunt said something and she, she said to my mom she's like oh my god if i were if i were her dot if i were her daughter i would pull her hair and throw oh yeah God. oh well yeah because we're like aggressive yeah and my mom got pissed and so she grabbed my aunt's hair and threw her into the pool oh dang yeah she has no chill then i don't think she threw her in the pool but like they got to some sort of altercation Jeez. yeah <laughs> Like, I, I've heard of my mom getting in a fight with before with my tia, but, like, I wasn't alive. Like, I yeah. wasn't alive yet. But she got into, like, a full-on fight with my tia once. That's all I know. Yeah. But oh, man. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's fun. You guys have any, like, stories like that where your parents actually You know what? I do. I had this one story of my guardian. She got so mad at a target oh. <laughs> over some lady cutting her. And all you hear when the ride was, like, bleep words from... Point A to point B. It was funny because 
we were all minding our own business. We were at Target. Yeah. Right. It was it was Christmas, so we were looking for Christmas gifts, and so Target was packed, and there was this this Asian lady in front of us, and like she she she, she was talking to someone on the phone, and she wasn't paying attention to the line, and so like. There's like a bunch of us little kids and then there's the car and then there's her. So we kind of like spaced out. Uh-huh. And so she thought we weren't in line or something. So she had went in front of us and then she's like, hey, man, what are you doing, man? Why are you cutting me? And then they're just like, huh? What? What are you saying? What, what, what are you saying? And then she's like, you're cutting me and I have six children and I'm trying to buy food and cosas para mi hijos and you're cutting me. And... <laughs> And and then she's like, but but I didn't see you. I didn't see you. Of course you didn't see me. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and, and, I, and I and I literally went up to her like, all right, it's okay, it's okay. And I went up to the lady. I was like, ma'am, we were here. She's like, okay, no. But now she brought this into it, and I'm not even gonna move no more. And I'm like, you have to move. Please, like, just move. And she's like, I'm not going to move. And then she's like, you better move, eh? But she said something else, right? Yeah. She's like, you better move. And then the lady's like, oh, I'm not going to move because you you're being offensive and aggressive and, and that's not cool. And if you want me to call the cops, I will call the cops. And then she's like, ale policia, wey. Ale policia. Oh. And she was about to grab her shoe. I promise you. She was like this close to grabbing her shoe. We all oh look like God. doofuses. Oh my, well, Chris's like accent, it I makes know, it even fun. better. <laughs> Since Chris already has a little bit of an accent, he can like do it so easily. It's so yeah, good. It was funny. Parents are so embarrassing sometimes. Yeah, like Dude. like my parents, they like check everything on a receipt and then they go oh like my God. complain, and I'm like so embarrassed. And I'm like, I'll stay in the car. Like yes, yeah, yeah they get yes. one thing wrong. Mexican parents do Dude. not hesitate. Dude. And then you know, kids, they throw their tantrums right, and like you're in a restaurant, they're like, I want this. And then they like bring other families into the conversation. They're like, look at that kid over there. You see that kid? And he behaves and he's a good boy and he's not crying like you. And it's like, are you really bringing that into this right now? (laughs) And like, we're all like, (laughs) (laughs) we like, we like all turn our faces. We all turn our faces. We're picking at the food. And then that one kid that's getting called out, he's just like, like, just like, yeah, just blank face. Oh my God. It's funny, That's man. so funny. My God. That's amazing. I think I just lived that moment with you once you yeah. explaining. <laughs> right? <laughs> my mom told me a story. Um, this was like not too long ago, but my grandpa went through like a McDonald's drive-thru and he asked for like, he asked for like more sauce packets and then he asked for more sauce packets and then the guy, <laughs> the guy at the cash register, he's like, okay, it's going to be 50 cents more. My grandpa got pissed and threw the soda at him. Oh my! Okay, what's up with your fashion? <laughs> yeah, bro, They're they got no chill. And then he told, <laughs> and then he told the guy to go to hell. Oh my god! Over, over a fifty cent thing. Yeah, no, but okay. but, but like, the- if you go to McDonald's, they'll give, they'll easily give you sauce packets. That's true. That you shouldn't be like able to like pay more yeah, just for sauce. Yeah, when did they charge? Yeah. It, this is in Texas, by the way. So okay. my grandpa lives in Texas. So I don't know if it's different in Texas, but you should never ask <laughs> for money for like when you're getting sauce. Like, come yeah. on. It's like, right. that's so stupid. But the question is, do you have like a whole cabinet full of like sauces you never used? Yes. Oh, all the extra packets. All the extra taco sauce packets from Taco Bell. All the extra ketchup that you get from... <laughs> Literally. Literally, we never use them. We never use them. But th- it's there just in case. Yeah. And we save, we, we save like... 
We save the the the, the recyclable bags, the plastic bags. Yeah. We have them in one drawer or in the oven or the dishwasher. We used yeah. to we used to save them before bags even costed money. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. Like all the plastic bags would be inside like the dish the dishwasher and stuff. You know, like Sakamun Warsa. And then we, we use it, it we use can. it for the trash can. I was about to say that. <laughs> literally. Okay. Oh. So anyways. So um I do have like two stories to tell, okay. but I'm gonna tell one of them on Halloween because I feel like that would be a good oh. story. It's more of like more of my ancestry story. So like but I'll tell this one. So my great great grand my great great grandmother on my mom's side. So like she became an orphan like due to the time of um, when the Spanish flu was around maybe fifties fifties or forties. So the Spanish flu was like really huge. It killed like millions of people. And it took and killed my my great great grandmother's um, parents. So she became an orphan, and um, like the, her aunts and aunts, aunts and uncles like kind of took care of her, but they never really took care of her. They were like kind of more of abusive to her. So because like because I'm I'm guessing they didn't like didn't like maybe there was some family grudge against each other, but they never like really respected her. And that's kind of sad if you think about it. Just like, but you know, she lived a good life. Yeah. It's bounces back. But like, sp- the Spanish flu is definitely a huge part of our Hispanic history because it definitely killed a lot of our fellow Hispanics during around that time. And it definitely did affect, you know, my family too. So, you know, it's kind of crazy what history, what kind of, I only learned this maybe about a year ago and I still want to learn more about my ancestry. Yeah. Like I, like sure I know like stories but like I don't know that far back yeah right. you know, like it's basically like my legitimate family and then like grandparents but that's as far as it goes yeah yeah, yeah like I want to know because my dad tells me is like oh you actually have like Italian in you it's like okay so do you like anything else he's like no not really <laughs> So I think I have Italian in me. Who knows? Like I have Italian in me, but um, I don't know. But do you guys have like some kind of stories like that that you guys kind of figured out about your family a bit? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. My guardians. We were at a party, and my guardian's brother uh-huh. was kind of, was kind of out of it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And like, he's like, "Hey, mijo, come here, come here, mijo." And like, he grabs my shoulder and he's like, "I want to tell you something, okay?" All right, let me let me talk to you. So when I was younger, you're not part of the family, but you're part of the family, me, okay? But when I was younger, and like he just went on to like a whole story about like how he used to work when he was at like like when he was six, and then like how his grandpa used to work, and then like how they were like they they um how the like how their family originated from like like when. The Spanish came over and like they took over all the like the the temples and this yeah. and that and and then like some people hid in like side inside the forests and stuff like that and like all that stuff and he's saying that that his family is like they had like this little necklace and that that necklace has been passed on for like years and like it's the, the necklace has been tweaked up they like take off they took off the actual pendant and they put like a metal one um they still have like the string the string's been there mm-hmm. so. Um, they usually add more, like more string to it, so that it doesn't like fall apart or anything like that. But said that that that, that whole necklace has like been originated from like way back, Dang. from like when the when like when the Spanish came over and stuff. 
That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. and it's like it's like a pendant of like un sol. Uh-huh. It was like a, it was like a sun, and then it had like a like a character on it, and like the character stood for independence and and well, it was independence and resilience, which is like a lot of Mexicans are really resilient. Like you could yeah. throw anything at us, and I feel like a lot of us like we can definitely bounce back. Yeah, we're we're definitely we definitely fight back a lot. Our community definitely fights back a lot. You could tell like throughout history how much we fought back. Uh, for our land and definitely for our freedom mm-hmm. and definitely here uh, to stay here in the u.s mm-hmm. uh, when we need to get over here so yeah we're very we're very hard-working people and you know we just want to you know live a, the life that we want best of course the life we want best for the future of the fellow of future the fellow generations. yeah future generations I have a question guys yes. who's your favorite hispanic Celebrity, Hispanic celebrity, like current celebrities. Yeah, just celebrity in general. Um, I like a mu- I like uh, a musician. Uh, I don't really know that many Hispanic like celebrities, but uh, my favorite Hispanic celebrity, he's a musician. He's more like he's more like um, Spanish rock or Colombian rock, uh, which I really like. His name is Juanes. 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 Yeah, he he did the song La Caramisa Negra. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a song I wanted to learn. But like, but like, I feel like a lot of people only know that like yeah. song. But like, he has so many good, good songs. Good. Even his new albums are really good. Right. Okay. Mine has to be Antonio Banderas. Oh. Spy Kids. Puss, <laughs> Puss in Boots. The guy like, with the little li- mustache. Yes, yeah. literally my childhood guy. Yeah. Huh? I love George Lopez too. He's awesome. He's oh, funny. George Lopez. Cacas. <laughs> Cacas. Uh, why are you crying? Why are you crying? <laughs> I've never really been one to like idolize like celebrities. Like I never really mm-hmm. keep up with them as like as much as but, other like, people. So I don't you know. mean like it doesn't have to be like idolizing. It's like something. Yeah. So someone who keeps you entertained, yeah. you know, will always keep you entertained. You hear me? Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Like, like, like fluffy and. Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his, his comedy shows are funny. Um, uh-huh. Eugenio de Veres. Oh, who's that? You guys don't know who that is? No. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Familia Pelucha. Familia Pelucha. He's funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, really oh, never mind, never mind. I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, you're talking about yeah. <laughs> Al Chavo, Chavo, Chavo. Chaminito? Oh. Al Chavo? No, Al no Chavo. that's uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the actor, right? The actor. No, it's not his actor. No, no, no. I'm talking about someone else. Okay. What's, what's his name? I what's forgot his. Name? I forgot his name. It's like. <laughs> you gotta look yeah, that we'll up. Switch it up. <laughs> it's gonna bother me. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. yeah. I'll show you. I'll show I. You. I yeah, I know, I know who you're. I know who it is, but I'm trying to think of the the chavo. Chesperito. Chesperito. Okay. There we go. Chesperito. Anyways, uh, do you guys know like you know the common like Hispanic stereotypes, like the sleepy Mexican? The what? The sleepy Mexican, like saying that like a lot, like every Hispanic person's like sleepy, like they're, they're tired. No, no, a lot of no. us are full of energy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen Chris? He's like, oh, okay. I think I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, of course. He's, okay. He's amazing. He's an awesome actor. He's a really yeah. good actor. Yeah. <laughs> but like, do you guys know any like other like stereotypes that you know people need to watch out for when the ice cream man? Ice cream. <laughs> Elotes, elotes, tamales. The street vendors. The street vendors. I've had the same ice cream woman since I moved to Medellin. Really? I always wondered when I was little, I was like, where did they get those ice creams? (laughs) True. Where do we get 
they do they they get you i remember i used to live when i used to live in la there was like this corner shop and like there was it was like a shop full of ice it was literally ice cream and like it had the ice cream carts and there was like a, a parking lot full of ice cream vans in the back and it was just full of ice cream and it was like i think they order it online yeah and they have and and like street vendors when you go around different neighborhoods and you go around the different cultures in that neighborhoods and you find out like why they you you usually is like oh that's why they sell it like i remember i used to live so like in one block of, of la they used to sell tamales like on on a cart yeah and then you go you go the next block and they're selling pupusas and you're like do you guys just like time each other or something <laughs> like literally like at the same time they'll be like right here and they're just like passing by and like one of the side is like the one side of the block is selling tamales the other side is selling pupusas you go down two blocks someone's selling ice cream you you're everything. going you're going you're going two blocks back they're selling raspados elotes <laughs> chips all that stuff and then you're going down the street and you hear the <laughs> the ice cream the ice cream truck's coming and they're selling nachos and I don't know what else <laughs> Michelle no Man, 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 mango, mangoñadas. Oh my god. Oh, I need to go to that. Do you think there's like competition between them? Like, yes. no. yeah. What, me, me chocana? No, like, no, like, like all those vendors. vendors. Definitely. No, they, I feel well, like, like, I feel like they're all part of the same cult. Uh, yeah, it's cold. <laughs> I like that. Like I'll, they all meet up on a when Saturday, it comes to bro. Taco vendors, yes. Yes. But yeah. like, yes. there are like streets where they all get together. But some taco vendors, they'll literally rat them out if they don't have certificates and get uh, them kicked out. Yeah, they <laughs> really <laughs> will. will do that. They will. Like, and they'll like, to yeah. get more business, they'll rat that out. Tell you that. Mex- yeah, they'll rat them out. Us Mexicans are we're petty, bro. We're, we're, we're petty. Yeah. <laughs> we are petty. They'll call the city and be like, hey, they don't have permission to do this. I do. They know. Yeah. <laughs> they're stealing out. my money. Take yeah. them. They will yeah. literally tell, they're stealing my money. Take them. Yeah. But for the oh, most true. part, it all is kind of like in a system. Yeah. 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 Anyways, guys, I think that's how that's uh, that's how much time we already have. So thank you, Genesis, for coming on. Thank for you, sure. Chris, for always being on. As of, my course, of course. Of oh, course. Good job. So uh, oh, that's one last question. Yes. Do you guys know how to dance? No. What do you mean? Like, Norteña, like Norteña, zapatear? Zapatear, yeah. Okay, a little bit. A little bit, like little bit. everything. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of cumbia. <laughs> the one-two step I, and the what kick. That's I regret the most that I never learned how to do. Really? Uh, what? Oh, my biggest, like, I should I should just end it off with like a little Mexican jingles. <laughs> oh, were you not able to do your quince because of like COVID? COVID yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that's what sucks, man. Yeah, do, you, do you have a you know a, a phrase quote, a quote for today? I do. You do, and it's um if you don't go back to your roots, you never if you don't go back to your roots, you'll never find who you truly are. For real, my man, for real. Of course. All right, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, I don't know what episode this will be, but uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Of course. Bye-bye. All right. Yo,